Hello and welcome to Social Media Ministries, where our purpose here is to spread the living Word of God to as many people as possible using social media and to help them understand and interpret the Scriptures in the Bible. Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Spencer Kaufman. If this is your first time with us, please hit that subscribe button. Also, the bell icon down there to be alerted when we post new videos and hit the like button and we look forward to any comments you may have as well. You can also follow us on our Facebook page, Social Media Ministries. If you are returning, same applies. Make sure you subscribe, click the bell icon, be notified, and follow us, hit the like buttons, etc. So I want to thank you for giving us your time today, for tuning in, and we have a great message today with a lot of scriptures, so I hope you have your Bible handy. Be ready to turn through some pages because it's going to be a good one as normal. Uh, today we're talking about committing to the Lord. So we had a little bit about this before in a previous message, but today we're going to dive more into it and what that really means and what it can do for you in your life. So Proverbs 16.3 will be our first verse. And that says, commit to the Lord and your plans will succeed. So that's very important. You want to commit to the Lord and your plans will succeed. More specifically, commit to the Lord whatever you do and your plans will succeed. Now, if you're committed to God, then you are with Him and He is in you. This is a very, very important concept. And it's something we've talked about before, but this is something you really need to realize. When you commit to God, that means more than just saying, I'm going to commit and follow. It's more than uh, committing to an agreement for one thing. This is your life. This is like when you commit for a marriage, you're married for life. And with God, and really with marriage, it's not just something where a few years later you can decide I don't want to be committed anymore and you get a divorce or an annulment or a separate or whatever. No, no. This is for life. You're committed. You need to be ready and willing to make that decision and you need to live up to it forever, just like you said you would do in a marriage. We're not talking about that right now. We're talking about committing to God and what it means. Uh, it means to accept the Holy Spirit and accept Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior in your life. You pray to Him and you ask for that. You ask that you be forgiven. You accept that Jesus died for you. And you invite Him into your life to be your King and your ruler. You step aside and now, instead of living for yourself, you're living for God. So once you do that, you are with Him. And He is in you. We're going to turn to Galatians 2.20. So if you have your Bible, once again, turn there. Galatians 2.20. thought I had it marked here. Marker probably moved. So Galatians 2.20. It says, For I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So the first part is the focus here for today's message. 
I no longer live, so you're dead. You were crucified with Christ. Your sins are gone, dead, end of story. It is now Christ that lives in you. So if you commit to God, you're gone, Christ lives in you, and it is He that is coming through you. So committing to the Lord means that you have surrendered full control to God. You have given your life to Christ, and you're now living according to His Word. Psalm 119.9 says, How can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word. So, you commit to God and you live according to God's word. What is God's word? How do you know it? It's right here. This. You should be reading this every single day. You should be thinking about it. You should be pondering it. it instead of watching a TV show and diving into the characters and what might be going on in their lives, you should be go what's going on in the lives of the people you read about in the Bible, the real people, not the fictional people like on your TV show. The people in history, what were they thinking when they had to go through what they went through and how did they get through it? Ponder that in your mind. Keep, keep this on your heart. Meditate on it day and night. The scripture, this right here, this is God's word. How do you live according to it if you don't know it? You need to know it. You need to read it. Keep reading it. In doing this and by living according to God's word, your plans are sure to succeed. Why? Why are they sure to succeed? Well, we know because we just read Proverbs 16, 3, commit to the Lord whatever you do and your plans will succeed. So if when you make a decision, when you decide to go for something, whether it's a new job, um, a purchase, whether it's buying trivial items or a major purchase like a car or a house, if you are committed to the Lord and you trust Him with that decision and you give it to God and you ask God what He wants you to do and then you tell God, look, Lord, this is what I want to do. I've made the decision to do this. Correct me if I'm wrong. And you give Him permission. You don't let pride stand in your way. You allow Him to change it or to, to correct it if it's not what you are supposed to do. <clears throat> and then when that happens, you need to be okay with it. You commit to Lord, your plans are one and the same as His. So they have to succeed because God's plans never fail. So this is, of course, because if you're truly committed to God, then your plans will be the same as God's plans. We're also going to look at Proverbs 16.9, so just a few verses further. 16.9 says, In his heart... A man plans his course, but the Lord, capital L-O-R-D, so Yahweh, but Yahweh determines his steps. Now this isn't just talking about men. This is man as in mankind. So in his heart, in your heart, you plan your course. You make plans for your life every single minute of every single day. You are deciding what to do. But the Lord is who is establishing your steps. So if you make a plan and it doesn't work and it fails, chances are the Lord didn't establish those steps, meaning you were stepping in the wrong direction. You got to get right with God. You got to be on one, in sync, harmony with what God has planned for your life. How do you do that? 
You read the Bible. You pray to Him continually. Remember 1 Thessalonians? Pray continually. That's 5.18. Pray continually. So, communicate with God. You will know what the plans are if you spend time with God in prayer, in His Word. If you dedicate your plans to the Lord, meaning, for example, you decide you want to move into a house or an apartment or maybe a different state, whatever the case may be, you decide you want to move, you say, all right, Lord, I want to move. I think this is what we're supposed to do. Maybe you have a job offer. Maybe something's going on. Maybe a family matter, whatever the case may be. You communicate with God and allow Him to establish those steps. You've made the plan. You're planning to move. Now you allow Him to establish the steps. Maybe you make a plan to go get a job. Now you start applying. You hand out your resumes. You don't know which job. You allow the Lord to establish your steps. Okay, continually seeking His counsel in all you do. Then you will know exactly what to do. Let's go to James, one of my favorite books in the Bible. James 1, verse 5. So chapter 1, verse 5. It says, If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all, without finding fault, and it will be given to him. So you want to know what to do? Ask God. What do you ask God for? Wisdom. What did Solomon ask God for? Wisdom. And what did Solomon get? Wisdom, wealth, riches, honor, fame, everything. He asked for wisdom, everything else came. Seek God, everything else follows. What does the New Testament say? But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all the rest will be given to you. That's very important. Seek first God. Everything else you need will follow. Why? You make plans, God will establish your steps. Seek Him, your plans will succeed. Why? Because your plans and God's plans will become one and the same. How do they do that? Does God just change His plans and say, well, you're planning on this, I'll just do this. No, God doesn't change. What happens is you become more in tune with God. And in doing so, you're starting to accept and understand what He has planned for you. So rather than making your own plans that are doing who knows what, you're gaining wisdom and knowledge through developing a close relationship with God, and then you're understanding, this is what I'm supposed to do. You're God's knowledge and God's wisdom and path for your life is being revealed to you through Scripture, through prayer, through communication. It's exactly like you know your children, you know what's good for them, you know what they would do in a certain situation, and if your child knows you, then they almost know exactly what to do to make you pleased or happy. They know what to do. They are doing what is in sync with what you are wishing. You get to develop a relationship with God like that, even stronger than that, and what you do will be in direct line with God's plan for your life. And if you are doing exactly what God has planned for you, how can you fail? If God is for us, who can be against us? So if you dedicate your plans to the Lord and you seek His counsel, then you will know exactly what to do. You ask for wisdom. Just like James says here, he should ask God who gives generously to all. He'll give it to you. Ask Him for it. 
one thing to note is you ask him for wisdom and you're not just going to get it. It's not like a download from the computer or the internet where you click download and bam, it's on your computer in your mental hard drive. No. You ask for wisdom and you better be prepared to undergo some tough choices because you're not just going to get wisdom, you're going to get the opportunity to build wisdom. So you're going to get experiences, you're going to have to make decisions, and through all of that you will develop wisdom. You have to earn everything. You do that, you start committing to the Lord, you'll be doing God's work. Seek His counsel before taking on any endeavor, you will know whether or not that endeavor will work out and be worthwhile. Otherwise, what are you doing? Chasing after the wind. Remember, everything is meaningless. You chase after the wind, it's not going to be good. Solomon says that in his book, Ecclesiastes. Everything is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. That, of course, he's talking about every earthly thing. If you want to do something that's not meaningless, you commit to the Lord, you get one with his plans for your life, and now you will have purpose. Let your purpose come from God. Commit your plans to the Lord. Seek his counsel. Be patient. This is the key thing right here. Be patient. Because God wants you to have patience. Look at what you may be doing in your life. If you're doing something that isn't what God wants, He's being patient for you. He's waiting for you to finally get stuff together to figure it out. He may be trying to give you hints, maybe confirmations, whether it's dreams, thoughts, someone speaking into your life, uh, something you're reading that all of a sudden hits home to you. Maybe this message is telling you something. Maybe all of a sudden you hear this message, then you hear a radio thing that's similar and your normal church is a similar message. Well, that's God speaking to you multiple times with the same point, driving home. Commit to the Lord, seek His counsel, and your plans will be one with His plans, and guess what? Your plans will succeed. You plan in your heart, but the Lord will establish your steps. Be patient, because He is patient with you. And when the time comes, your plans will succeed because they are in line with what God plans for you. Let's go to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 before we finish up today. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and he will make your paths straight. This verse, you probably have heard it before. You may even have it memorized. This is a very important verse. If you don't have it memorized, write it down. Carry it around in your pocket. Whenever you think about it, look at it, read it a couple times, put it back. After a couple days, it'll be in here forever. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make your paths straight. Commit to the Lord, whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Don't just go by yourself. Remember, you plan your course, but the Lord establishes your steps. If you do this, you trust in the Lord with everything, everything you have, your life, your health, your finances, 
your spouse, your partner, your business, your family, your kids, whatever. You trust in the Lord. And you believe that He will continue to do what is best for you and what is best in your life to help you with the purpose that He has given you. Your plans will succeed because they are also God's plans. So I really strongly encourage you. I know I've said this repeatedly throughout. Commit to the Lord. All these verses hit home that point. You need to be reading your Bible, praying to God continually. Develop and strengthen your relationship with Him. How do you do that? Fellowship with others, meetings with other Christians, discussions, comment on videos like this, follow the Facebook page, put some comments there, engage, plug in, and continue to ask God for the wisdom and the knowledge that you need to know what His plans are for your life so you can do that and succeed. Now, I'm not saying that everything you do is going to be a wild success. Because remember, as a Christian, you face persecution, you face trials of many kinds and sufferings. Why do you face them? Because the devil does not want you to succeed. He hates you. He wants you to be with him and in total rebellion against God. So you're going to have trials, but you need to do perseverance endure through them and you will develop and build character which leads to hope and when your plans do succeed and they will because they are one and the same with God's plans you will have even greater joy let's pray thank you Lord for such a powerful and inspiring message today please help every one of us to continue or start committing to you to build and strengthen our relationships with you, Father, that you would touch each and every one of our lives, speak to us, whether it's through your word, through our dreams, through other people. Open our hearts and our minds to see you and to seek you more and allow us to know what plans you have for each and every one of our lives. Help us to know that and to follow them, and to be successful in all we do. Have all our plans succeed because they are one and the same with your plans. And Lord, help us to persevere through any trials and sufferings that may stand in the way of those plans and then give us an abundance of joy and comfort and hope when that process is complete. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to thank you today for giving us your time. Thank you very much for tuning in. I really uh, hope that you are touched by this message, so much so that you will use it to change and inspire not only your life, but the lives of those around you. If you can, click the subscribe button. Stay tuned to future videos by clicking the bell icon. Show your support by liking and following our Facebook page and also this YouTube video. God bless. Thank you very much.